0: you like guest hosts. You might want to restart that thought. (laughs) Right. Uh, I've been going back and listening to, in internet terms, an ancient podcast done by James Stephanie Sterling, although then it was just Jim Sterling and Conrad Zimmerman. Oh, it's Jim fucking Sterling's son. Jim fucking Sterling's son, right? Conrad Zimmerman, and then they had a, you know, sort of a rotating uh, third person that hosted the show. And they had this running gag for the entire thing, like a hundred and something episodes, about Craig the intern, who they were just horrible <laughs> to. They, I mean, they tortured Craig. And it was kind of... Fish art marketing is odd. Um, I mean, it's crazy, ridiculous, like outlandish stuff that's sort of aping capitalistic ideas and sort of modern corporate America. And... Like, some of the things that they did as gags, you know, uh, seven, eight years ago, or like, oh, shit, that happened. Because, like, they have several episodes where they joke about Trump running for president oh. and, like, being <laughs> elected, right. and then it's like, oh, mm.
1: So that happened. Yeah, um, that happened. Turns out the country is dumber than we thought, but... uh Considering today, yeah, people gathered at Daily Plaza to. Oh my
0: god. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, but I have to put this in context. People gathered at Daily Plaza in Dallas, Texas, USA, because they thought JFK Jr. had faked his death and was going to be the vice president for a reinstated Trump. Because JFK Sr. And faked his death as well. Turns out, you know, having your head fucking blown off uh, is totally fakeable,
0: right? Yeah, buddy. And I just, it just. Uh, did, did you watch that tweet I sent you? I no, I did not. Watch uh, the, the, the woman
1: tweet. that the woman that looks like uh, she's the fever dream of Uncle Sam.
0: No, I, I like. I saw the tweet. I read. What, disc- <laughs> you know, what the Discord-like preview of the tweet was. <laughs> I didn't watch the video. It, it, a QAnon it, follower explains why she's in Dallas today. She believes JFK wasn't assassinated and the 104-year-old former president is going to help usher in a Trump-slash-JFK Jr. administration. It's just,
1: what the fuck? And then what he didn't show, they just moved the goalposts and say, oh, well, they're going to be at the Rolling Stones concert tonight. Because... Of course, right?
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, on the one hand, I can't believe this shit. On the other hand, I absolutely can believe this shit. and I, I don't believe, like
1: I don't believe this shit that people actually believe this shit.:
0: Right. Yeah, no, I don't actually believe this shit, but it's oh boy, what an interesting... an interesting thing. So, I, I certainly so, so, can...
1: So, when you were looking at the, video, or the pictures, were you looking for your parents? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no,
0: no, but only because I knew exactly where they were today.
1: <laughs> oh, they were at the one in uh, Chattanooga for the Chattanooga Choo Choo Bring in K- JFK Jr.
0: I wouldn't say it's a low blow, but it's definitely low-hanging fruit.
1: <laughs> True.
0: But, yeah, I don't. I just uh, I have feelings <laughs> so many feelings like I can oh. disagree with someone's politics. I can vehemently disagree with some people's politics and get downright mm-hmm. pissed off about those politics. Yeah, but, but then you get to someone that's just sad. Like if they, this is the sort of person that if they came into my clinic and like sat down for, you know, a psyche battle, I would I diagnose them as like s- schizophrenic or schizoaffective. St- I have a serious case of bitch be crazy. Okay, horrible here. Horrible delusions. Here, here, let
1: me make it all better, alright? I'm gonna send you something on Discord, alright? Okay. This is gonna make it all better. Go to your Discord, uh, the message from me.
0: Are you sending me a picture of you? Oh, I saw this guy! Yeah! That guy! <laughs> that, that's <laughs> Robert Eleganator Irwin. Loki. Elegan- is it really? Yeah, that's Robert Irwin. Oh, that makes sense why he's got a gator. Or a crocodile. Crocodile Loki, yeah. You haven't you haven't watched Loki, have you? No. Okay. I'm about yeah.
1: uh, fifty movies behind, so I'm not even get, uh, yeah trying at this point. I'm just yeah. waiting for the inevitable reboot.
0: Yeah. Crocodile Loki weirdly makes sense in the context of the story, but like looking at it from the outside, it's like what the fuck. So yeah. My brain is all over the place. Although every everything seems to have been green, stayed green. No weird spikes or pings. So I think my router got its act together. And if it didn't, well, we'll muddle through until it crashes and, you know, see what we've got left and pick up the pieces. Which really isn't that different from a normal week, honestly. We just muddle through till it crashes and then we pick up the pieces. Weep. And then we have sex.
1: Hey, I'm not falling <laughs> for that one.
0: I mean... I'm not really, uh, not really trying to make you fall for anything. The the intent is clearly stated there.
1: Mm, no, that, that that's
0: a negative. Negative Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. Um, okay, we got a show notes set up though. I don't, I don't have any any stories to tell for today. Nothing well, it would help if I
1: copied discovery key Q- or. My game I played into into the right place. It's the Discovery Queue. Ah, you know, yes. I do need to get Discovery Queue set up.
0: Is I'm gonna right? let you. Yeah, I'm gonna let you talk about your game first. That mm-hmm. way, because there's there is a small amount I can talk about in 12 minutes without spoiling at all. I can have most of my conversation without mm-hmm. major story story spoilers. But I'm gonna have to talk about a couple things to actually be able to articulate <laughs> my feelings on this game. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll go last. That way I can just be like, all right. And if you don't want to hear spoilers, just skip to the next timestamp for the news. Uh, but yeah, I'm ready. You got audacity up?
1: Uh Oh, I had it minimized.
0: Let me. Okay, there we go. All right. All set. Sweet. Ready <laughs> to record in three, two, one, record. And for the sink, three, two, one, sink. Sink.
1: I think I'm a little on the low side. Let me fix
0: that. Have a sip of coffee. Low rider. Turn, turn,
1: While you sit there and just lose your fucking mind. Gotta have one to lose it. Well, I'm pretty sure
0: you have a a brain in there somewhere. Otherwise, you would have been in Dallas today. (laughs) Touche. Yeah, my brain feels like mush. My NCE, which is the National Counselor's Exam, Mm -hmm. so that I can get my full license, is in two weeks. Yeah, two, not even two weeks, less than two weeks now. November the 13th is when I go take the test. So Mm -hmm. I've been studying a lot for it and it just my brain just feels like mush they they say and i mean i think they're correct but they say you should take this test immediately after you get your master's degree that way you got it completed because you don't have to retake the test if you pass it once you just have your certificate that says that you pass the test and then after you complete all your supervisionary hours and things you just apply for your license well i did it backwards i got all my supervision hours all my face-to-face client hours and now i'm going to take the test because the test is expensive because of course you have to pay hundreds of dollars to take this test and go to one of the special testing centers in the state to take it and you know all of those barriers to, to entry on the thing and i just couldn't do that when i first graduated so all of my school knowledge that i don't apply on a regular basis is gone and i th- i might have mentioned this to you a- the other uh, other Uh, night. It's uh, it's completely bullshit on what
1: you have to remember.
0: Yeah, it's bullshit. Like, the stuff that really actually matters if you're a practicing counselor, like some stuff about theory and application and sort of the practical use of HIPAA um, and, you know, which is confidentiality and um, you know, protecting clients' medical records and things like that, like, the actual practice of using that, the practical application, that stuff's important, and I get all those questions right, because I've been doing that for years, but the stuff that's like, uh, paragraph C, subsection B of the 1959, uh, update, which led to the creation of HIPAA, states, what about client, uh, records, and it's like, shit, dude, I don't fucking know.
1: You know what it reminds me of, and this is going to be really old school, but hear me out. You remember the very old copy protection for video games where it was, what was the third word on the fifth line of page uh, 27
0: in the manual? Yeah, absolutely. That is exactly what it feels like. Yeah, but... It's that, and then like you know, so and so was the creator of what system? Who was his like second cousin? Oh, and is then...
1: that the one that died today or uh, a couple of days ago?
0: <laughs> Probably. Some one of them in there, I'm sure. Uh, what? Actually, there was a, a pretty uh, uh,
1: big psychiatrist that died uh, just a few days ago.
0: I was not
1: aware. Uh, Steven Winberg. Stephen Winberg. or or or, my, or no no I mistyped it. Sorry, the um I typed it just wrong. Uh, psychiatrist just wrong enough for Google to say, oh physicist, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <Because I'm, clears throat> um. So was it a physicist that died <laughs> or psychiatrist? And now Google's just like,
0: eh, you don't need to know about that, right? Uh, are you talking about the guy who was Britney Spears's doctor or psychiatrist no. or something? No.
1: And now I'm trying to find it, and, and I'm not finding it. It was, like, a week or two ago, which is, like, ages in
0: uh, yeah, modern news, right? The internet, yeah. hmm I'm just gonna Google psychiatrist who died. <laughs> uh... Is it this one? Dr. Aaron T. Beck dies at age 100. I think that uh, might have been it. Actually, Dr. Beck developed um, cognitive therapy.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. That uh, I heard a small blurb about on NPR. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> you
0: know,
1: they moved on to you know uh, how Joe Manchin's fucking up the country again because you know he's a dick. Yeah, um, and I can't w- primary him out, and uh, I have no choice to, to vote for him because the GOP would put somebody in even worse.
0: Yeah, this so for anyone who's interested listening to this in the, the whenever Franken episode, it comes out. Uh, Dr. Beck developed, um, or worked to develop cognitive behavioral therapy. That's sort of CBT is like the sort of gold standard poster child for empirically studied psychotherapy. It's really hard to study therapy because the whole thing or therapy techniques, because as they are all done, like, you know, they're all stuff that happens in the mind and, when you're doing research on someone and you let them know because you have to because of informed consent, if you're going to do this type of research, then you're already like muddling your sample because you're telling somebody that you're observing them for research purposes, which inherently makes people behave differently. But they did a bunch of studies in the 60s and 70s on different types of therapies. And at the time, cognitive behavioral therapy was the one that was the most uh, helpful to people dealing with certain types of, of mental conditions because of the way that it works to restructure your cognitive processes and in effect try to rewrite the neural pathways in your brain. Really interesting stuff and it can be super helpful for a certain type of client or if you have a certain type of environment.
1: And he basically superseded Freud's uh, school of thought uh,
0: in general psychiatry, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, sort of
0: yeah in sort of person um you know talk therapy settings or you know psychotherapy as you think of it today um but there are also some other guys in between, like uh behavior therapies um and sort of conditioning you know you think about like the the one that I think everyone sort of learns a little bit about in school, like the Pavlovian response with like conditioning a dog, you know yeah um but yeah as in terms of like you know doing person in-person therapy cognitive behavioral therapy is the one that to this day is insurance companies are still like ah yes this whole cognitive behavioral thing you should be doing that see let's ignore your clients needs and a whole bunch of techniques and studies that have been done since more were done on cognitive behavioral therapy in the 70s see i don't know why i switch over to like a weird half gangster voice but <laughs> i mean really the, no, the no, insurance... how do you really <laughs> feel about the insurance people let me fucking tell you, I how does that make you feel I might wind up answering this question wrong on purpose <laughs> on the, the big test It's like one of the practice questions and the stuff that you read in the book is it like my study book is like, yes, why do you use diagnostic codes? It's like, oh, so that your insurance companies will pay you for your fucking work. And like you put that in and it's like wrong. You should <laughs> never use diagnostic codes so you get paid for your work. And it's like fucking where's the person who wrote this? Certainly not in America. <laughs> no, see, they weren't being paid for their work, they were being paid uh, for writing a test, which isn't work. Yeah. Allegedly, you know, like, uh, hypothetically speaking, there might be situations where that, allegedly, hypothetically, I purposefully diagnose patients with the wrong diagnostic codes so that the insurance will pay for their treatment and then treat them for what actually they're experiencing. Allegedly. Allegedly. Hypothetically, that could happen.
1: Yeah, your handwriting kind of sucks and, you know, a a, a 7 sort of looks like a
0: 3 and, right? Yep. Could do that if I was handwriting charts, actually. You could just kind of, like, put a squiggle Uh, in there. the, The handwriting recognition on your software... Because the the diagnostic codes re- act, actually are like, you know, it's like a big name for something, but then it'll be like Z70.2. So, you know, you, you can write the whole I mean, thing I out. guessed on
1: that one, but it seemed like a fair <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, well, it turns out putting Bitch
0: Be Crazy on a chart. Yeah. It turns rounds upon that. Yeah. I I can, though, write whatever I want in therapy notes. <laughs> like we're encouraged to write down what our clients say so especially on some of the ones that i have that are a little bit uh, especially in like the gr- the group homes that are a little less cognizant of their surroundings and a little less coherent man if i'm having a day some of the stuff that i put in their therapy notes based off of what they've just said like man yeah uh, it's like they're never getting out of this home <laughs> oh yeah no they're never getting i mean they were never getting never getting out of the home anyways there's a the guy that i work with and i'll call him I, I don't know, Bob. Who's like some days he's doing all right. You know his medication is is working fine. He's had a good day. But then he does it, Then he stops taking it because he thinks he doesn't
1: need it. And
0: yeah, and then you come back and it's like, oh, I was talking to my spirit again. It's like, oh, where are you? What did your spirit have to tell you this time? And his spirit is like, ba- basically, is he it describes K. K. this. Junior? No, it's not. It's a pimp. <laughs> his his spirit is like a pimp. Also JFK Sr. Right, yes. And he talks about his spirit and the conversations that he has with his spirit, and I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting. I work with all kinds.
1: Yeah, and you're sitting there thinking, you should really be on your pills.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should definitely you don't need to see me. You need to talk to the nurse about taking your pills. Are you is it is has it been three weeks yet? Is it time for your next injection? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna upgrade you to six G.
0: <laughs> gonna put all the tracking chips in you. It is really, I don't know what the what the right word is. Sobering to see someone who is, you know, and this doesn't happen super often because it's it's more complicated than this. But to see someone who's like a you know a mess, like an incoherent babbling, you know, gibbering mess, and they give them and an they know injection. I saw their former president, right. They give them an injection and they wait, you know, the 30 to 45 minutes to, you know, let it circulate through their system a little bit, make sure they don't have any reactions and then walk into the room and have a conversation with them that is normal, quote, you know, quote, unquote, normal. Like it's sobering to think that like sometimes for some people, like, I mean, really for everybody, like if your brain chemistry gets out of whack, you know, what it reduces people to or can elevate them to based on the situation, you know. Our meat is very fragile. Anyways, uh, now that, that I had that conversation, or said that <laughs> phrase, our meat is very fragile and made us sad. Maybe. You want to do our show about, like, video games and bullshit? I guess. At this Sweet. rate, at least. Sweet. Have I sounded robot at all? I'm not watching my thing anymore. Uh, not lately.
1: Well, oh. more so than usual for you.
0: Right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Game Face. Game Face. Yay! We Woo. did it. We did a whole episode. I yeah. didn't fall asleep. I I feel like I'm I'm about to fall asleep. <laughs> but I got through Discovery Q. That's what matters the most.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Uh, a little bonus topic, uh the Harry Potter uh Pokemon Go thing. That's shutting down in January. <laughs> I just saw that post. We want to had something to talk about uh, anyway, but that lasted two years. I don't know, year and a half, something like that. I remember there was a big PR push and then nothing.
0: Yeah, Harry Potter. I mean, I'm not going to say it's not popular. It is, but I feel like Harry Potter is waned a lot in popularity. Well,
1: well, part of it is uh, the authors turned
0: incredibly toxic. Oh, yeah, J.K. Rowling is uh, a hardcore mega-turf. hmm Also, I think the prequel stuff is yeah. has not done well. Well, well, Seems-
1: well. well, that's also on the author, because uh, the those two movies are screenwritten by her, and she's never done that before, and it shows. Yeah. Supposedly. I honestly never watched... The well, never really watched any of the movies, but uh, I've watched a... Uh, uh, kind of a breakdown of the second movie, talking about how the big reveal doesn't make sense yet, because it's trying to set up for later on, but because it's tied into the lore of the sequel movies, it's not going to make much difference in the overarching thing, and J.K. Rowling is basically... Uh retelling the same story, <laughs> because of course she is.
0: Yeah, I haven't uh haven't paid it to, like haven't watched any of the prequels. I've read half of the Harry Potter books. I read those when I was a kid.: Yeah, I've and read I've the Harry seen... Potter
1: books. I actually read them in
0: audiobook. Something about eh, right.: Yeah, and then I've seen two of the mo- Harry Potter movies, and that's it. I'm going to be watching the rest of the movies. My kid likes Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, as he gets to the movies, I, I, we've all been watching them for family movie night. Oh. Yeah,
1: but, from what um, I understand, uh, the movies are just so stripped down, uh, especially some of the middle ones, that you basically had to read the books to understand what the hell's going on.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. I'm, I've not got the context, and also we haven't gotten that far yet. Mm. my mom was like oh so you're, since King likes Harry Potter and stuff now I'll just I'll buy him like all the books and I was like no we'll just get him used somewhere cause in my head I'm like yeah I'm not supporting JK Rowling I'll get him used or I'll pirate him off the internet
1: uh Thrift Books
0: <laughs> yeah we we bought him Uh, I've talked about this place before McKay's we, we bought mm-hmm. him there just for the hell of it let's see um uh... Four or five bucks a pop. We spent fifty bucks mm-hmm. to get like nice, like the, it's like a yeah. it's a set of them and hardback and they're illustrated. Mm-hmm. They're really nice. Like I'm guessing that like somebody got these as like a you know a birthday or a Christmas present, and they just mm-hmm. you know they just got rid of them. Like they they were in like new condition.
1: Or they found out that the author, you know, is a
0: terrible person and felt icky about it, right? That's true. They could have done that, too. But either way, they're in, in great shape. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love thrift books.
1: It's a great site for, for picking up cheap stuff.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm going to stop my recording after I say bye-bye. Bye. See you at the Rolling Stones concert. Right.
1: <laughs> because that's hit uh, uh front page of reddit now.
0: Oh, indeed. Not surprised that it hit front page of reddit. Thankfully tomorrow is going to be a slower work day for me. Today got kind of out of hand. I mean it it was it, like I didn't have any like interesting or like crazy stories. It was just like a a really busy day that had like a couple people who needed like some extra stuff. And there was, like, an emergency admit at one of the 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 group living homes. And whenever that happens, like, they have to, like, by, you know, state uh, law, you know, by, like, you know, the mandatory thing is, like, you get 24 hours to do an assessment. And an assessment includes a mental health exam and a um, medical exam. And a psychiatric evaluation. And I was the only one who was available to do the mental health status exam. So I had to go do that. Oh, boy. Is, right? but yeah, I mean, it was fine. Um, you know, those can get really crazy. But this was just somebody who had been hospitalized for pretty severe suicidal uh, ideation. Um, and, you know, a history of self-harm. And so they were admitting him to a a group home environment cuz he didn't need to be in the hospital anymore and all of the sort of facilities that were in the immediate area are uh either packed or you know at their limits with covid restrictions still being in place and so they what moved him into Honestly
1: surprised with the Tennessee, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly honestly, it's mostly insurance companies who are like putting mandates in place that You know, if you want to get paid, you got to follow these mandates because insurance companies, like, you know, they're not fucking around. You can't make money off of people if they all die. At least with that attitude. I mean, look at the (laughs) GOP. Touche. Touche. But, yeah. So just, there's a lot of stuff today. I've got a decent stack of paperwork I got to do tomorrow. But I don't have... Too many therapy sessions tomorrow. Or Thursday. or no, sorry. Friday or Friday. Friday's pretty mm. busy.
1: Well, tomorrow's going to be my lazy dinner day. Well, for, uh, Monday and Wednesday is. Uh, Monday just reheated some bacon bean soup, which after sitting in the fridge for a, a week and a half was fucking delicious.
0: Mm. Sounds delicious.
1: It's the one I gave you the recipe for before. Yeah. It's basically just a dump soup.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, f- uh, fry some bacon in the bottom of a, a pot. Add aromatics. Uh, uh, add a uh, couple cans of beans or uh, somewhere between two and four cans of beans, depending on how many beans you want. Yeah. Uh can of stewed tomatoes, a can of uh, diced tomatoes, then top it off with uh, broth and let it set with a couple bay leaves and some uh, spices. Mm -hmm. My general mixture is like black beans and uh, black-eyed peas. Gives a good uh, contrast.
0: Plus, it looks pretty. It's pretty. Alright, got my save done. This episode was two fifty three, I believe. All right.
1: Uh, damn! It scares me how many people don't believe elections nowadays.
0: Yep, that is one, uh, one way to put it. A a feel what feels like a mild way to put it. Mm-hmm.
1: At least uh, they're not in Dallas praying with the uh, Star Spangled Banner, right? Yeah. Oh wait. Actually, I was trying to find news on Virginia's uh, election just to see what's going on and I uh, uh, click uh, that trending thing and it's basically people saying that it's fixed whenever it's, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably just a, a bad idea to uh, click on any uh trending things right now. But does Looks like uh, GOP candidates are leading in both New Jersey and Virginia because right.
0: Yeah.
1: Although it's tight in for in uh New Jersey. In Virginia it's uh well, I wouldn't say called yet, but yeah, more of a lead. But with how early voting is and who knows, right?
0: Yeah. We shall we shall see what happens.
1: I, I like uh this comment. Uh, I and I might uh, steal this terminology, Uh, is anti-choice because I, re- f- I refuse to call Republicans pro-life these days. Damn, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what I'm stealing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing my uh, stuff on my end. Uh, do you want to put Craig to bed? Or did I miss that?
0: No, I'll put Craig to bed. I haven't done that yet. I'm about to I'll I'll put Craig to bed and then I'll go put myself to bed.